So gratitude that you are here in the moment, you can recognize and you're thankful for your job, whether you are liking it or not, but you're there and it's something that at least takes your mind away from maybe the personal pain that you are experiencing. Exactly. But I should not mention we are human. So (laughs) (laughs) sometimes these tips may not work or sometimes... um, (laughs) you don't have enough time to take a few deep breaths or you don't want to look crazy. (laughs) (laughs) You want to look crazy like, (gasps) like (laughs) breathing. (laughs) Hi, my name is Chanel. Hi everyone. My name is Ashley. Welcome to Soothing Her, the podcast, a transformative journey through the art of healing. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be tackling the many facets of healing, the power of resilience, sharing personal stories, and welcoming expert insights. Truly, this is Soothing Her, the podcast. This is Soothing Her. Welcome, Soothing Her community. I hope everyone is doing well this week. Welcome to another episode. I am your co-host, Ashley Origiaco, and I'm here with my other co-host, Chanel. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode. I'm your co-host, Chanel Dubique. Hi. (laughs) All right, all right. So we are here for another episode, and today we are going to be talking about healing professionally more specifically we're going to be defining what healing looks like in the professional realm and for us working professionals as we've mentioned in a prior prior episodes that you know i am an attorney i practice business immigration and chanel is a financial advisor so we really wanted to take the time during this week to really talk about what it looks like healing as working professionals and the importance of intertwining our healing journey with our professional life. We also want to talk about balancing um, our professional work, professional careers and setting boundaries and addressing the challenges of maintaining you know, empathy while setting professional boundaries, discussing how a delicate balance contributes to effective healing, and of course, sharing tips on how us professionals can navigate on creating this balance and sharing advice on how we handle difficult situations that may arise at work while we're hearing. And then lastly, we want to conclude with some self-care practical strategies for working professionals. And of course, we always end our episode with how we're going to be soothing her this week and We are so excited to dive into this episode and get into these juicy topics. Yes, definitely. We grew up in very traditional cultures where it's get an education and then go be an adult with a respectful career. And I feel like we have done the best to our parents. Thank you, mom, dad, for doing that. So as we delve into the nuances of professionalism and its intersection with um, healing in the professional context we want to have our audience understand we want to have the conversation to just put it out there in the universe on the importance of that because 
we have heard go get a job and these are some of the limitations as we mentioned in one of our few episodes that we had a limitation on the careers we could pursue doctor nurse engineer lawyer anything outside of that your parents did not recognize it as a suitable career right ashley no <laughs> so for some people it's you know trying to reconcile with the fact that maybe they did not live up to the expectations of the household they did not live up to their own personal expectations and if they are if they have fallen into a career path that they don't feel entirely happy or satisfied with um, that is calling for a space of introspection um, on the healing realm. Exactly. And we wanted to take the time to actually like define what healing looks like and what professional wellness actually means. So just going straight out of the dictionary, you know, we've mentioned it already a little bit, but it's really the ability to achieve a balance between work and leisure just in a way that promotes health and a sense of personal satisfaction um, and is financially rewarding. So that is what the definition of professional wellness means. And so when we take a look at that, it really is, you know, creating that work-life balance. It really is taking a step back and realizing, okay, this is my work schedule. This is what I want to make time for outside of work. And how do I want to balance both of those things out? And do I want to, it's really important that we will also want to emphasize um, fill, making sure that your cup, your own personal cup is being filled, you know, before you go into the workspace as well. Um, because they always say, you know, if your cup isn't filled, then there's no way that you can go out and help others and, and be your best foot, present your best foot forward in your, in your career to your coworkers, to your boss, um, and to the people that you're serving. So we really wanted to like touch on that and really emphasize like creating that that balance. It it certainly is important. As individuals, we have our own challenges. Every single day we go through different challenges that will test us. And most often we will carry that energy into work. But holistically we would prefer if we are understanding that there is work and there is our personal life and whatever challenges that we're going through, whether it is physical, emotional, or mental, we're able to separate that mm-hmm. respectfully, have that balance to say, I'm going through this in my personal life. I will let work know to some extent based on what it is, like I'm being affected by this situation mm-hmm. so that I might have to call out a few times because I have to go to therapy. I might have to be late because I have to attend this session. I might need some time to myself. Um, if there needs to be a cry room mm-hmm. or a sick bay in the office because I need that time away because I might not be suffering from anxiety attacks based on certain triggers that might come up from interactions, from noises, etc. There needs to be some sort of understanding that is communicated to your team mm-hmm. so that you're not feeling like you're in this alone. Right. And then if there are ways, whether it is, as I said before, dissatisfaction with what you're doing in general, maybe it's time to assess where you are and find what you're passionate about, really, what you're passionate about that can earn you the same lifestyle that you're currently living that you want to continue to fulfill and figure out how you can get there. Or if you love what you're doing, but there's just a temporary hiccup in that moment, Talk to maybe your team or, or your senior executives and find out 
how a different opportunity can be created for you to feel like you're fulfilling your role efficiently. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of communication. I would say many of that in a lot of that way, right, Ash? Yeah. And, you know, when it comes to communicating too, of course, as Chanel mentioned, really great points, but I also thought about, you know, for those of you that are in a healing journey as we all are, and you are seeking therapy and you're seeking um, other types of help to um, support you, whether, as Chanel mentioned, you have anxiety or there's certain things that are triggering you in the workspace. And while it is really important to communicate that, um, these are great conversations, I believe, to have with your boss. I know for some of you that do have like one-on-ones with your supervisors and stuff, or end of the year check-ins or end of the year reviews, you know, it's really important too, because I want to also touch on the fact that You know, some workplaces do have those opportunities for you to communicate those and some workspaces and and cultures don't. And so for those that do, I know in my firm, like we do have one on ones with with the partners and we do do year end reviews and they do take the time to really ask like our well-being, not just within the office, but also um, how we're doing just in general, just as a human being, because they (laughs) they actually do care. Um, and when you're communicating this, it's, there's a certain way that you want to communicate because at the end of the day, um, while your supervisor, your boss, your partner is here to support you, you know, they also have a business to run to and you want to communicate it in a way where it's not like you're venting, you know, to your girlfriends. It's not a time for you to talk about certain things like you would to your mom or your friend, um, You have to format it in a way where you can say, you know, these are the things that I'm going through and these are the these are the things that I'm doing to help me so that I can do quality work so that I can come here and present myself in a professional light, professional way and support the business, move it forward, because what your boss doesn't want to hear is that, um, you know, while you are going through things they don't want it to hinder your work and and what you're doing what you're doing exactly and so i know for me some examples that i've shown um especially me that i'm currently on my own personal healing journey and healing from heartbreak as well as i communicated to my boss you know that yes one of the things i'm really proud of this year is the fact that While I have all of this going on in the back end, I can still come here and put on a smile on my face. I can still come here and focus. I can still come here and do quality work and not let that affect me. And there are moments, as Chanel mentioned as well, like if there was a cry room, if there was something (laughs) that, you know, if you do get those triggers or, or some emotions or waves come over you, it's okay to take a step back if you have an office door, close your door. Um, I listen to podcasts during my during work sometimes um, if I'm in the zone and I'm preparing or I'm drafting things or I turn on um, lo-fi music, which is just like acoustics and they have different genres. They have chill, they have steady, they have a lot of other variations. Like putting that on helps too. Um But those are the types of conversations that you should have during your one-on-ones. That way, you know, you're communicating what's going on, but you're also communicating the strategies. You're communicating 
um, how you're not letting it affect your work, you're communicating that these are the, the solutions because these are really personal things that are happening to you and not everyone needs to know about that, you know? So um, we definitely want to let you know, like, yes, it's important to communicate, but not everyone needs to know what's going on and some things are just better left just between you and your supervisor unless there are certain people at work that you do trust but at the end of the day really utilizing like those one-on-ones with your supervisor will really help in your professional careers and intertwining like your healing journey um as well yeah very strong points you want to have this boundary set and if again the stress of privacy is so important for you and you don't want to have everybody in your personal life in your personal business your schedule might create flexibility for you to have a handle of this entirely private and you don't have to tell anyone at work but that means that you cannot bring that drama into the office and let everybody if you're keeping that story private you can bring the drama and the effects of it into the workplace so with your own personal healing that you're doing separately that should allow you to create some boundaries and some stability some balance in your life that you can know this is the boundary for work this is the boundary for personal life but it's helping bring all of that in synergy together for you um talking about boundaries <laughs> there are going to be challenges because as i mentioned sometimes you might be feeling some type of way and you might express that at work you might say something that might be out of context or your voice might have a tone that folks might not appreciate and that's because you're having an awful day Mm -hmm. you're having awful moments so with those challenges how can we as individuals maneuver ourselves around that i think it's important to take a step back and re-center yourself re-ground yourself i will strongly emphasize the importance of meditation sometimes you know there are short meditations that you can do Um, if something is triggering you at work or someone just comes at you (laughs) the wrong way it is way better to take a step back and ground yourself and center yourself calm your emotions down before responding or in terms well I I should say it's better to ground yourself so you don't react and you can respond instead. Because sometimes when you come across a challenging situation at work, it is really easy to like go off that instinct and react. But that can often result in you saying things that you may not mean or saying something that you know may come across not in the way that you meant it to come across. And that can really jeopardize, jeopardize your position. That can re- really jeopardize your relationship um, with your coworkers, your your boss, your supervisors, and it can really just like make the work environment like toxic in a way. So even if if something happens at work, if you can find like a two minute or like one minute meditation that you can do, or if you can just take a step back and have like a little time out for yourself and just yes. practice some like deep breaths or breathing or something, but and like again just like calm your emotions like just calm your nervous system down and then respond it's so effective it is that helps create a good balance because you maintain one 
to continue to respect that professional workplace and you want to ensure that you are still catering to assisting and being there for your co-workers as a team member yeah. but you have your professional boundaries that you don't want anyone to cross and of course others have theirs as well that they don't want anyone crossing to so you have to also be be very mindful of that and that helps create a delicate balance for your own healing journey as well because you will know what triggers you you know what situations you do not wish to put yourself in mm -hmm. how can you approach different personal challenges and how can you approach different professional challenges that you will encounter and just ensure that you're showing up professionally and that they will never have a moment where they will say ashley's being uncouth or ashley's being unprofessional because mm -hmm you know what those boundaries are. You mm -hmm. can step away from a situation with your head held high and know that I am not going to show a moment that I cannot be professional and disciplined in that situation. Mm -hmm. So for our professionals and even for us, because we are humans, so I, I, I know that I have my moments. <laughs> um, some tips that we can help with navigating this balance perfectly said by ash just a few minutes ago meditation good breath work and if i can add just one more in there a gratitude prayer a very short gratitude mm. prayer you want to be grateful for the life that you have the breath that you've just taken the opportunity to center yourself and the discipline to say that i am here i'm recognizing that the situation is going to derail my posture of calm and have me say something that I don't want to say or do something that I don't want to do. And then that reflects on me negatively in this business space I'm in right now. So gratitude that you are here in the moment you can recognize and you're thankful for your job, whether you are liking it or not, but you're there and it's something that at least takes your mind away from maybe the personal pain that you are experiencing. Exactly. But I should not mention we are human. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> sometimes these tips may not work or sometimes um, you don't have enough time to take a few deep breaths or you don't want to look crazy. <laughs> yes. You don't want to look crazy yes. like, <gasps> like <laughs> breathing. <laughs> Sorry, when I just mentioned that, that's like what I was thinking of. Um, but like I mentioned this just a little bit briefly too. some other tips that I would love to share, like especially if you're going through a really hectic week and you just have a lot of deadlines or a lot of things coming up and, you know, you're also healing from whatever you are healing from and it's causing you to like have all these like waves of emotions. Like I, I don't know, something about listening to music really helps distract my mind. It really helps calm me down. Um, and I mentioned like lo-fi. It is a genre of music where it's literally just acoustics um i recently discovered this i'm from listening to another podcast that i really love called affirmations for black girls great podcast i highly recommend that sometimes i'll even listen to podcasts as well but i remember listening to one of the episodes and she talked about lo-fi music and i was like what's that and so i searched it and they had so many different top um different versions they had chill they had study they had um if you're cleaning, they had, if you're like playing video games, if you, if it's like hip hop or something. And I just started doing that at work, especially when I'm feeling anxious about something. Yeah. 
or if I have a wave of emotions coming because something just triggered me or my mind just went somewhere for a second because you know it does that especially if you're healing from things that are that cause something that caused you a lot of trauma you know like your mind will just go to that so easily go towards that exactly and so sometimes you really just need to recenter yourself again and so I will just go to Pandora on my web browser at work and I'll just put it on but I'll put the volume a little bit low but high enough so where I can hear it and it's not like blasting out of my office um, and I'll just let that play and it does wonders and for those of you that love aromatherapy ladies and gents get yourself a diffuser aromatherapy oh my gosh I have that in my office it's like right on my um, desktop and I have all my essential oils there. I have like eucalyptus, I have orange oil, I have lemon, I have lavender, um, I have yangling, I have um, basil, like all those different scents, but you can like mix them too. And sometimes all those different essential oils come already pre-blended too, like, and they have like different names for it. They'll have like chill or they'll have like grounding or whatever. Um, scent you love like just smelling that some like it really helps calm you down especially like lavender is very soothing eucalyptus is very soothing as well um putting that on especially when you're feeling anxious really helps calm you down you could just stay focused and get through your day i know that was a lot but <laughs> it really it these are just things that i personally do in my office and Plus, when people come by your office, it smells good, too. So, you know, people are already in a good mood. I've had so many people walk by my office and they're just like, it just smells like a spa in here. And I'm like, yeah, because I have eucalyptus running. <laughs> yeah, what better space to be in than one that makes you have calm and balance yeah. and focus on work, get things done, be in flow, enhance your level of productivity. I mean... Yes, our mind drifts towards our pains so easily and our discomfort so easily that when we find some time that is precious, we want to stay there. And they will continue to come up, especially like in Ashley and I's situation, having to deal with, you know, recent heartbreaks and the, the magnitude of that impact in our personal lives. Yeah. It makes it difficult for you to have strong moments where you're just present at work you're there at work um but again don't bring that on don't let that affect how you show up um ensure that you are actively listening at work you're showing empathy you're understanding all the situation because just like i might not have shared i don't think most if any of my co-workers at the time knew what i was going through i never really shared that i'm typically a very private person so they never knew and i would not show up at work you know being less than or given less than you know being disrespectful of other situations so just ensure that you are you're staying in control you're exercising some active listening you're showing some empathy to others you're just being present in the moment as best as you can of course taking the breaks as you need it setting those boundaries firmly like don't let anybody cross them and one recently one of my friends told me that you apologize too much you say i'm sorry too much i do too it's, 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 i do too and i don't yes. know why i do that but one of the partners of my firm say the same thing like you're just you're too nice you're you're this you're, i'm just like i'm sorry 
but there is somewhere some there's somewhere in there that tells a story of some sort of all the impact something else that happened that i probably don't wish to remember and it's in my it's mm-hmm. it's right there in in my core memory but yeah. apologize if necessary but don't be so overly apologetic that it's like you're the yes man or the i'm sorry man just if needed if i'm wrong i'm in the wrong and you know you if a situation comes up that you need to say i'm sorry for or you've done something wrong then you will show that you've learned find some solution don't dwell on the problem but find some solution that effectively allows you to get past that moment and not dwell on it you know permanently because mm. we we again we're human we all have all flaws yeah so definitely yes to everything and we also wanted to touch on you know how we can practice like self-care as a working professional too so some along with some of the things we've already mentioned when we discussed the tips for um creating like a healthy like calm like work environment when you do have those wave of emotions at work and you do have anxiety some self-care things that i love doing right now is just making i kind of have a boundary of after a certain time i don't answer emails i know sometimes it's it's not ideal or sometimes it's like unless you have a deadline coming up and you have to work late but when you're healing you have to make sure that you are filling your own cup you know and prioritizing you so after a certain time you know i don't answer you don't answer emails and you choose something to to do for yourself whether it's before work or after work. So we mentioned in a prior podcast that we both love going to the gym. I love going to the gym in the morning because I that's me, that's my me time. I'm making sure that like I'm filling my own cup first. I'm give I'm prioritizing myself the first thing in the morning, getting that blood flow, getting that um sweat in and then going to work. Um and even after work too, coming home and winding down, whether that looks like journaling whether that looks like reading a book, um, whether that looks like, you know, watching your favorite TV show, um, eat, making yourself a nice dinner, taking a bath or even a nice sh- hot shower after work feels really good, doing a face mask, just anything that you can do to just, again, like soothe you, you know, just like give that love back to yourself. You've had a, a long day and people don't know what you're going through behind closed doors so you can put a smile on your face at work and everything may look all perfect and you may look all put together and everything but you know it's hard and I know this from like experience because you know that's what I had to do all the time um when I was really in the grut of like my heartbreak and having to go back to work and everything like it was really hard to put on a smile to go there and be my most professional self when all I want to do is just go home and cry you know or I having to like close my door and just I have a little mini like cry session and then like open up and like get myself back together and stuff but I just remember those days I came home and I did a face mask I journaled I listened to music I put on my comfort tv show even though I watched it for the 10th or 15th time in a row um (laughs) just so that I yeah just so I can laugh Um, or turning on like a podcast like those like um, live podcasts on YouTube um, turning those on and like making myself a nice dinner like these are just some self-care 
things that you can do before and after work that really helps you during your healing journey. Um, and it just keeps you sane, you know. I would like to add on there. You don't want to miss the opportunity to also continue to interact with like-minded professionals because that can be a way to refocus. Where do you go next? Mm -hmm. So if you are um, uh, an extrovert and you love social engagements, maybe find a like-minded networking group that you can join, a meetup group that focuses on whatever type of business or industry that you're in. And you can find some other professionals that have hobbies very similar to what you do. And maybe you guys go and take care of that together. Collaborate on different ideas, maybe have different um, teams at work that you are now um, putting energy into different products, different strategies, different areas of focus that you would like to see growth in the company. You have a different, you have a vision for that aspect. So work, mm -hmm. that would be work. And then come back home. Maybe for me, again, I love going to the gym and I love me some Korean drama. So like when I'm having a really hard day and I've gone to work out, I just come and I have a drama playing and I will just let my mind become mush. I don't want to think about anything. I don't want to engage in any interaction. I just want to be there at peace with my drama and a language I clearly don't understand. But I'm having a nice time because it makes me feel good inside. It makes me feel calm. And it just gives that mental peace that I'm just like, I can stay in that space. Let me stay there for a little while longer. So morning routine, I get up and start with prayer. I meditate and I have a visual meditation that I like to do about 12, 15 minutes of what mm -hmm. I want my day to kind of look like. So I'm kind of setting myself up for that. So if I need to blend in any of my personal time in there, I need to take some time to just um, get a good break at work. I need to take some time to maybe um, sit in my therapy if I, have an appointment, if I have an appointment scheduled for that, then I need to take time away from work to do that. You know, how does that day really look like? And just sending love and good energy for it to happen. You know, just day, I wish you well. I want you to be productive. Use me as you please. Let me be an instrument of your way. And just let me have a great day, pretty much. Just let me have a great day and just let it go that way. Yeah, that's a good life balance. At least that's that's what I can handle. <laughs> oh my gosh, I I really love that. That's so nice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ash. Your mornings just sound so like. <sighs> <laughs> but do I want to get up and do it? No. <laughs> I know, right? It's... That's a whole other story. But I know that I have to, and that's why I do that because it will kind of it will get me excited it lets my brain know because my brain is like let's stay in bed a little longer mm -hmm. but by doing that it's like wake up we have stuff to do mm -hmm. right now yeah so let's get going come yeah. on come on yeah yeah so it is it's necessary for me at home like my brain works and my personality oh. is needed <laughs> i love that okay what's well, another good strategy too you know um if you can adopt that that would be great everyone you know just creating a nice morning routine, also a nice like evening routine. So morning routine focusing on how you want to start your day, how do you want visualizing, manifesting how you would like your day to be. And then at nighttime, winding down, reflecting on the day. How did it go? Did I accomplish my goals? 
you know, was I able to get through that tough situation at work or that answer that difficult email or deal with that difficult coworker or a difficult client that just demands that things need to be done right now and <laughs> all the time, <laughs> that one client. But, and then also, you know, think of it as like a way to reward yourself for, for making it through another day and practicing some of that gratitude of today was hard. I felt like I wanted to stay in bed all day. I didn't. I got up. Yeah, I went I to work. I, I got up. I went to work, and I I did it. And we're gonna I do it. Up. I showed up. Yeah. And we're gonna do it again tomorrow. And honestly, really wanting to emphasize this mindset, just one day at a time. Today we're focusing on. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Tomorrow, yeah. when Tuesday comes, we'll focus on Tuesday. Wednesday comes, we'll focus on Wednesday. Thursday comes, focus on Thursday. And then Friday, it's Friday. You get yeah. the weekend to relax and, you know, do what you want to do. But just take it one day at a time, especially when you are healing. Like, that's just my, that was my mantra when I was, like, just in the grunt of everything. I was like, today's Monday. I was going to just make it through today. Come back. I made it. Next day. Okay. Yeah, exactly. It must it takes a lot of strength to do that, to show up when you don't have the energy but you have the willpower so you can rally yourself to show up that was a lot of soothing her ash it is honestly it really is especially because i probably can hear it in my voice that i'm not i'm just have a little cough <laughs> um but yeah that's really how i will be soothing her this week that's how i've been soothing her throughout the whole my whole healing journey i've just been honestly taking it one day at a time um that's all i can do and i definitely will take some of what you do in the morning like I definitely wake up and I do say a prayer um and then I go to the gym but I really like that taking that uh 12 minutes to visualize my morning or visualize the day I think I would like to adopt that so thank you for sharing that because I I really like that um and then of course like my evening routine is still the same I still come home take off my clothes change into my pjs my comfy pjs um, I make myself some tea um, or I'll do a face mask if I feel I'm like, oh, my face needs a little bit of love. My skin needs a little bit of love. Um, I'll do my nails if I feel like I, I want to change the color or something with my gel kit. Um, or if I'm feeling lazy, you know, I'll just turn on the show like I did the other day. I had um, I felt myself coming down with something. So, you know, I took my medicine and then I just made myself a little snack, some popcorn. I turned on. And we are watching it again for the 16th or 20th time, the game. Um, I don't know why I love that show so much, but I do. It is just a comfort show. Um, I think for those that have anxiety, it's like you you um, like watching things over and over again because you already know what's going to happen, and so it's just comforting. Um, I don't know, but I love the game. I just like watching Tia Mari and I um... cannot watch the same show over and over again. I don't know what it I is. I don't know what it is. It's something about me like if I've tried if I've gone somewhere and I've tried this kind of food, I don't want to try it again. I'm all about a different experience. I'm all about a different experience. I am too, but I don't know. Something about just I already know what what's good. So I just I already know what to expect. <laughs> so Fair yeah. Enough. That, that's that, okay. Yeah, so that's how I'll be soothing her. Besides, like, taking care of myself <laughs> and getting some more rest and taking some medicine because I do have a little bit of a cough. 
and a little bit of a cold, but because um, of this weather change, for those of us that are in California, this hot and cold is, is not, my body's not liking it right now. But um, yeah, so that's, that's how I'll be soothing her. What about you, Chanel? That's lovely. <laughs> so this is how I'll be soothing her this week. Just preparing with some goal setting the previous day for the next day and checking what I did off the book. If I did not, then it's back on the list for the next day and let mm -hmm. that be you know, continuous session of me ensuring that I am showing up properly because ultimately the connection between a healthy professional life and effective living is how you balance and how you show up in all of those spaces at the same time. Mm. And I don't want none of these areas to suffer because I am not doing the work. I am not preparing myself. So ultimately I just want to show up better. Mm. And I know that there is a lot more I can give in the professional space. And I feel doing that goal setting will help in a great way to help with those accomplishments because mm -hmm. the day can get so overwhelming that one task can be disrupted by one email coming in and now you're focused on all the emails that are in your inbox or all the missed calls that you have to listen to and call clients back at least from my end, trades that I have to execute, portfolios I have to build, etc. So those can be disrupted in so many different ways that the list that I sent myself is now a to-do list of its own, like back on another to-do list to do that list. And I, I would just rather that not be the case. I want to have more disciplined overall. Yeah, I love that. That's, that's so nice. Yeah. All right, everyone. We have talked about a lot today, okay? Shared some great tips, some great strategies, and just really showing you all that you can still be on a healing journey while you are a working professional, um, there's nothing wrong with that. It, you were, we're all human. So this week, we just wanted to touch, shed some light on that. And we wanted to encourage you all to reflect on your own professional practices and your own careers, you know, how, how you can balance your healing journey and working and still being able to show up professionally and put your best foot forward at work. We hope you all like really enjoyed this episode and we want to invite you all to connect with us if you have additional advice on how your healing journeys have been while you are working in your careers. Please email us at soothingher at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at soothingh.e.r. So send us a message on there too. Connect with us. We want to really get in tune with everyone and listen and hear your stories and possibly share them too with us as well so we can all continue and heal together which is the purpose of all of this is just really encouraging everyone that it is okay to heal it is okay to take the time for yourself to prioritize you and it just you know there's nothing wrong with that so thank you so much for listening this week and we look forward to hearing and connecting with you all next week again absolutely thank you all so much Sending love and light to you and a great week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Take care, everyone.